119. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Continuing in the Psalm, Psalm chapter six this morning. Yep. You got Psalms. all the teeth showing. You can't see Keith right now. But all 32 <laughs> teeth are showing. So Amen. he's excited. Yep. Psalm chapter six. Psalm six, man, is um yes, just in a com- a completely different tone, right, right? From the other Psalms. So this is what um uh, what uh people have said is the is a penitential psalm. Right. And that basically means a psalm of penance or penitence or repentance right? right like he is repenting towards the lord and the you know internal logic of the psalm david has done something wrong or sinned in some way and this is why he appeals to the mercy of god and one of the things that's key about the psalms bro is that they are specific enough to intersect with the lives of real people right but they are general enough to apply to many different people right, right? yeah so you just see the generality here of the psalm and man, the one thought I had was, man, God's mercy towards sinners drowns out their mourning over sin. I right? love it. I love it. It's it's God's mercy that yeah. drowns out, you know, our mourning, not our own pulling us pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps. That's it, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, man. I just love that like verses one through three just start off and it's an assessment. It just brings you up to speed on where he at, where mm-hmm. he's at. Um, I was an education major in college for the first semester, so I didn't learn a bunch of stuff. But one of the <laughs> one of the things that I did learn and take away from me, bro, is that um, the first step in education is always assessment. Where are you right now? Right? We were trying to teach kids how to read, and they said the very first thing to do is just get an assessment of where they are right now. And that's mm. what verses one through three does. It just shows you the situation, the depths of the misery. Mm. Uh, that he's in, right? Lord, like, yo, uh, God, don't rebuke me in your anger. David knows that he's, he knows that he's messed up. And so he, he Bro. starts off with, yeah, no, no, don't, don't, don't right? Like hey, the kids Ava, that put their You remember hands. what Ava did the other day when we went to get ice cream? <laughs> yeah. When, when she fell? Yeah. You told her, so Ava was playing on this like rail. We were out, you know, getting ice cream. Ava was playing on this rail and he was like, Ava, be careful. I don't want you playing on it because you're going to fall. <laughs> so she plays on it and she falls. Yeah. And what does she do, bro? She looks up to see if I'm watching. <laughs> she says, hi, daddy. It's like, <laughs> like, Ava, we know you did something. <laughs> she yeah. knew she did something she like knew. she wasn't supposed to. So it was so funny. But it was just a great illustration yeah. of that truth. Um, it, you know, yeah. but here, David, man, he's. He shook, bro. Like, it's right. different. Like, he shook up. Um, right. You know, he's like, his bones are shaking. He talks about the way he's weeping. And his, his he literally says that his, like, couch is, like, floating right. <laughs> and swimming in tears. Mm. Right? And it's crazy because knowing the holy character of God, you know, comforts us when someone sins against us. Right. But it oftentimes can cripple us when we believe we've sinned against God. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, man, I just love, you know, the honesty here. Right? Like, David is extremely honest. Um, and he's a good uh, anthropologist, right? right? Anthropology is the study of human beings. And he understands humanity. So he understands that like, no, we are some psychosomatic unities. We are both body and soul. And bro, a spiritual problem affects me physically. This is... Like, it affects my body. That's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> right? saying, yo, I'm literally <laughs> sick. 
Yo. <laughs> Literally, bro. Now, when he says, I'm weak too, right? That's just, man, he. Man, I've experienced this. this. This is what I'm saying. Like, he's <laughs> weak and he looks to himself. And one of the things that I love about David, like you said, is his honesty. There's no misgivings, bro. Prayer mm. starts where our strength comes to an end. And that's why the mm. proud never pray because mm. they are never willing Excellent. to admit the fact that they're weak. And he's saying, no, no, listen. I'm weak. I'm not trying to cover it up. I'm sick, God. Mm. And in all of this, he still looks to God. That's the crazy thing. So he That's knows faith, that bro. he has offended God. Right. But faith is this. Even when I know that I've messed up, I look mm. to God. Faith is even when I'm doubting God's goodness, I'm looking to God to resolve my problem. That's what yes. faith is. Faith is not the absence of misery it's not the absence of mistakes it's not the absence of doubt but it's yeah. looking to god in the midst of all of that right mm. yeah and that's where four <laughs> to six comes in he knows that he's done wrong but then he's like yo turn lord rescue yes. me right he's yes. calling out to god bro man um if you go to certain businesses on the outside you're going to find a sign that says no soliciting right and all that that means is they're like, yo, we're trying to do stuff in here. We don't need you outside asking us for stuff. You you need to go your way or come in and buy. Mm. I think a lot of us treat God like he has a no soliciting sign on mm. his uh, uh, front porch, right? That God's mm. like, nah, move on. Either you come in here and do the right thing or you leave and go your way. David knows that God's not like that. So mm. David, even in the midst of his misery, is yeah. turning to God and saying, yo, God, please turn back to me. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I love what he appeals to. He, he doesn't appeal to his character right. or to anything. He appeals to God's character and love, his faithful right. love. He says, yo, turn to me, save me and rescue me because of your faithful love. Right. right? And right. if like, if nothing else, that's something we can depend on. And if you're listening to this, I want you to turn to Exodus chapter 34, right. verses 6 and 7, and circle it, right? right? That is a very important passage in your Bible um, because it says the Lord is gracious, is, compassion, is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love and truth, right? And David is like, no, no, no. I know that you are faithful in your love, that you have this covenantal, this loyal, undying love for your people. And on the basis of that... I can turn to you, yeah, right? And that is enough. That love you have for me is enough to drown out my mourning over my sin That's and ultimately redeem me from my sin, right? It. God will reveal himself as this faithful, loving God after he has redeemed his people from slavery, right? This is his, you know, divine and independent goodness that is at the core of who he is and that the entire Old Testament is going to keep referring back to right. over and over and over again to talk about who God is. And bro, the thing I thought about, man, like when we're drowning, bro, like God doesn't just throw us a life raft. Right. He doesn't tell us to swim harder. He doesn't say, look what you did. Right. Right. He jumps in. He jumps and in the pool. Us, bro. And we can hope now, bro, because help is on the way. I've almost drowned twice in my life. The very first time, <laughs> very first time I was six years old and my brothers dared me to jump into a pool. My my brothers couldn't swim either. So I jumped wow. in and I'm drowning. And they know that they can't jump in and save me. So mm -hmm. they stand on the end and just 
give me their arm and I'm mm. saved to the extent that I could swim over and grab their arms. And I did. When I was 11 years old, my best friend, Jamin, uh, mm. dared me to jump into a pool. I jumped in a pool and I started drowning. Jamin jumped in because uh, I couldn't swim over to him. He jumped in and he grabbed me and pulled me to shore. I knew that he could swim. So as soon as he jumped in the pool, even though I wasn't saved then, yeah. I felt a sense of relief and I could hope mm. because I knew help is on the way. And that's how the Psalm closes in yeah. eight through 10. There's a confidence that mm. he shares. Yeah. yeah. God hears, God answers, God picks up all of his children's phone calls. That's it. Cry out to him today and you'll receive the joy of knowing he saves. Amen. Let's pray right now. Father, we come to you and we ask that you would help save us from our misery, God. Uh, we know that your misery, or we know that our misery is no match for your mercy. Help us to believe it. Help us to feel it deeply. Help us to feel it in our bones as deeply as we feel the angst 